couple W's. Bawoobs, indeed. <laughs> Bawoobs, all right. Uh... Oh, hold on. I got to think about one of these answers really quick because I forgot why I wrote the question. Do you have a good answer for her? Have you ever dumped someone? I, I don't. Let's save it. But I thought I was... Uh, do you feel like you could do foreign accent syndrome on this one? Yeah, I probably could. Okay. I can play ball. All right. <coughs> Hold in. Hold in. Hold in. Already threw one beer, Chris. I mean, at this pace. <laughs> This pace, Jake will be back by the time you start recording. <laughs> Going to California, Jake. You don't have plans like that. Who goes to California after their birthday? What he didn't he send do? a picture of himself next to the plane window. It was just the plane window. All right, Jake. <laughs> right. Show it's me a picture of yourself window. in California with also, today's r- newspaper. I was also really annoyed that he had an open seat and was sitting in the middle still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, unless they just loaded. But if it's middle window, It was in the air. Yeah, he looked like he was, was above clouds. the clouds. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like nobody's nobody's getting on it. That's seat. outrageous. The Jim Carrey. I mean, because either he's got the whole row, and he's, well, I guess yeah. If you sit in the middle, you can just either leg both of those. Yeah, oh, he's a tall fella. Yeah, he is a he's a tall guy, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm not jealous. All right. Um. see i'm not as prepared for the cinderella questions as i usually am but i think you'll be okay i also think i wrote three of them i mean two of them are breakfast questions that should work (laughs) i'm also a little spooked because last episode i fucking biffed on one of my own questions like i threw myself the meat pitch and swung and missed well we i thought we we edited that out we took yeah. care of that in post. <laughs> yeah, I did. Completely for I still don't know what my intended answer was. So now I've had to resort to writing down what where my punches are supposed to be, which feels really lame. Yeah. No, that's kinda like a memento thing. I'm trying to find the killer slash remember my joke. <laughs> Ready? Oh, are we recording right now? That was my bad. I thought I said that already. That's my bad. Oh. Oh, this is... (laughs) (laughs) All right. We should leave in the front. No, leave it. Just leave it. Cole can edit. Yeah, I'll figure it out. edit, dude. (laughs) This is all good banter. We can use it for something. Yeah. Okay. Three, ready? Two, one. Hey there. Welcome back to the Second Lunch Podcast. God knows what episode number this is. Let's just move on. Stop counting. We're going to go to infinity <laughs> or until one of us dies. So I hope if I die. So at least a few years. You carry on without me. I don't know. We'll see what my cardiac state is like <laughs> at that stage. What if we both die at the same time on the podcast? <laughs> I mean, with our, again, our cardiac health, not impossible. Uh, yeah. So we figured a couple things out. Thank you to Cole's cousin. I don't know how she feels about being addressed by names. Yeah, so thank you, Heather. That. But Heather uh, figured out that 
our links don't fucking work. <laughs> so I, fi- I fixed our links. You can now buy our koozies more easily than Heather really went through it to find the link to actually buy our koozies. And uh, I didn't find this out until after I had already shipped them. So Heather, you got some some uh, second lunch swag coming your way. In the future, we got stickers, t-shirts, bumper stickers, stuff <laughs> coming. I don't know. Basically, I'm dumb and I copy and pasted not links. So anyhow uh let's rock and roll all right chris i'm gonna start you off with uh do boring people make you mad furious i (laughs) cannot it's the most insulting thing you can do to me is be fucking boring coming around me with nothing interesting to say there's this person in my family and i'm not gonna say who it is and i doubt they have the self-awareness to figure this out or they wouldn't be so goddamn boring but they are so boring like there's nothing interesting nothing interesting about them at all. They come around, they tell me about their boring fucking high. They make me want to fall asleep. Like got, it, it's actually I, physically draining. I need an example though. I need to, what, what's the an examples anecdote? are going to give it away. And I know that they listen to the podcast which makes this even worse. <laughs> but it's just that it's so 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 boring to talk to them because I can just feel myself like needing a nap. The now, more the conversation goes on. Are they delivering it in a boring style? Like, you know, do they maybe have interesting things to say? But What is it, oscillation in your voice kind of? Yeah, you change None it. of that. Okay. None of that. Yeah, because. And very kind of soft-spoken, a very nice, kind, good person. Fucking cannot stand being around them for too terrible. Like, <laughs> there's got to be other people there. Or I just feel like energy vampire, but like not even in a like goading you into like boring conversation kind of way just being boring at you it fucking hurts dude see being being the the boring dull guy speaking monotone that's one thing i think it's a little different if you're enthusiastic about your shitty boring life and you're like you're not gonna believe this oatmeal experience (laughs) bro i promise you i will i will in fact believe it uh but for me the thing is i find myself boring in too many ways that i can't get too on my high horse here like one of my hobbies is reading wikipedia i mean that right there is like five alarm fire type boredom (laughs) so i don't know you've brought a lot of interesting i kept thinking about that fucking guy we talked about on the last oh phineas gage yeah what the fucking thing went through his head and then he started walking around with it that would have been the last thing i wanted to fucking see (laughs) something flies through my skull i wouldn't want a fucking souvenir from the yeah, no. Wouldn't yeah. be walking around with it, it showing what, it off, that's for sure. That's what makes crucifix, crucifix necklaces a bit strange. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. It's not a very good memory. <laughs> I'm trying to Weird live my thing life. To commemorate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seems like you're kind of dancing on my tombstone here a little bit. <laughs> if I didn't know any fucking better. All right. <laughs> What's your favorite non-breakfast food to eat for breakfast? Well, it's either cake, lemon bars, cupcakes, brownies, candy bars. Dude, growing up, man, I used to just eat shit in the morning because I'd wake up before everybody else, and it was a free-for-all. You can't stop oh, me. Yeah, and you're not even awake time. to catch me. I can yeah. eat whatever the fuck. Yeah, food yeah, time. Exactly. Prime gushers out. Yeah, these wrappers are going in the couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I stole a lot of food. But yeah, pretty much anything that wasn't breakfast like i still don't really eat breakfast now like i'm starting to learn like all right you can like maybe have some eggs or something (laughs) you know what i mean let's not eat cake or pizza is such an easy like if you got leftover pizza yeah deal that's the thing is that this question is so for me rooted in the 
idea of me being a lazy hungover bitch for breakfast <laughs> so my immediate thought was hot dogs because just launch a few what? of those in the microwave what time of day is this that you're eating a hot dog breakfast time dude we're talking about breakfast yeah but breakfast is whenever you're it's your first meal whenever that happens i've eaten a i've eaten a hot Give dog me at 8 a.m oh my god well look you know duty calls that I've is got appalling Oh, yeah, I wasn't telling you this because I was trying to win you over. <laughs> wasn't trying to get oh, your vote. Oh, <laughs> God. 8 a.m. hot dog. I can't even. So when do you start taking Tums on that day? Oh, I don't know. When you're camping, I feel like if you've camped enough. Okay, well, camping, enough... that's kind of a different. Oh, but I've done this at home. Let's be clear. <laughs> I was gonna... You don't even Let's have a roof. Clear. The rules are out the window. Yeah, I mean, at that stage, basically, my only rule is don't get chili involved. Because <laughs> a chili dog for breakfast, for some reason, feels like jumping the chasm. You know, you've you've broken through the fourth wall some way. Bro, I... I we're just going to go there. I'm, we're going to let everybody know that we're about to talk about poop, so... Oh, jeez. You brought it up and not I, me. I know, but I got to talk about it. it Buy a lottery me, ticket. I have only... Until the time we went camping... Uh, last summer, I had only camped in places that had bathrooms, so not like true camping. And then this was one of those like bring a shovel and dig yourself bury, a hole, bury it. Well, yeah. I was, I'm a very poop shy person. I go at home or a toilet I know, like uh, maybe the hotel. If I'm staying at a hotel, I gotta be, I gotta have a home potty to use. That's you know fair. what I mean? That's fair. I'm not just Ashley's the same way. The people when you're out in public, you're just letting it fucking fly. I'm like the confidence on yeah. these people. I don't yeah, I don't I don't understand. But so I was having some serious anxiety and was really battling myself about having to fucking drop a deuce in the woods. <laughs> but <clears throat> I was like, all right, well digging's pretty cool. So the shovel part kinda won me over. Yeah, I feel manly now. Take the shovel, I get in position and it flopped right onto my shorts. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was bad news. It was immediate relief turned into even more panic. Yeah. And uh, I'm starting to feel like maybe this is how we tell the story about... Uh, now, did it drape over the, the waistband of the shorts in the same way like a wet napkin would hang over the ring apron at a WrestleMania event? <laughs> Where it's getting both sides, because one side versus the other, it's like you can kind of shimmy your way out of that. But when the shit is over the the waistband, no, there really... was a bit of a slingshotting that happened with it because it only went over the one waistband. So I kind of had to like try to yank it so it would fly. Oh, see, I pictured you pulling your panties back like you were a lady peeing against a tree. So I think I've got the right idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. If you're fast-forwarding poop talk uh, complete, but should we just talk about what happened on that trip? Corpse car? Corpse car, Car yeah. corpse. Are we finally going to get into that. it with the government? And Yeah, I don't know how funny this is going to be. But I don't know, but we've let teased it so many times, I feel like. All right, so Cole and I wanted to go camping with our significant others. And there was no camp spaces left. And Katie's like, well, I know this place out in the woods, which is always a bad starter. No, well, the worst <laughs> I know starter. this place out in the woods. So you start from Everett. Yeah, Stop. Yeah, no, nope. no. Uh, but instead, we were like, yeah, sure. Let's go check it out. Yeah. So it's up Mount, uh, I Mountain Loop get, Highway, brother. Yeah, let's just do the I'm, details. We got to put we got to we got to put some pressure on the cops here to get this solved. No. Uh 
So we go find the spot, and it's like, I don't know, it's kind of cleared out in a weird, like, it looks like it could have semi-trucks almost, like, going through these trees if you went back far enough. But there's this nice little camp spot with a few, like, campfires next to a river right across from a park that was booked up for the whole summer. And we were able to drive around the barriers, and we parked down there, and we were camping. Katie and I got there first. We went on a walk, and... I'm three, we've been there for 10 minutes, I'm three beers in, and we go on this walk, and I, we are, like, deep in the woods, and I come across this, I don't know, I want to say, like, 18, 19-year-old girl who, like, sees us, and then turns and runs away, and I'm like, that was fucking spooky, we should also turn and run away, and <laughs> But so then, then you'd be running towards what she's, <laughs> now you're going to be chasing her, <laughs> well, shit, I'm running your direction. <laughs> the fuck's back there <laughs> this it, it wasn't murder it was a misunderstanding <laughs> uh so i was like well we should start walking the other direction this is fucked up and so we walk a little bit further because katie was like no and i see the i see the girl like peek out from behind a rock i'm like something fucking weird is happening we should go but instead of calling the cops or being like maybe we shouldn't camp here we're like that was weird. And then we just set up our tent. Like, it wasn't a super oh, yeah. weird encounter. In fairness, I would have just immediately assumed, oh, it's a bad acid trip. You know, don't eat the mushrooms you find. <laughs> yeah, right. Do some research. Talk to your guy Glenn first. Right, we're pretty deep in the woods, though. It's me, Katie, and now this just random, terrified person running around in the woods. And uh, so we set up camp, like you do, when uh, something scary like that happens. Yeah. You guys get there a little bit late, or no, the next day. We're getting pretty drunk, and we're out in the middle of, I don't even know what to describe. I'm going to circle back really quick. I'm not pretty drunk. I am shit-faced. <laughs> and Ashley there. almost fell into dinner. I so. got, oh, yeah. no. Well, she was walking around with a paper plate with a hot dog on it that was oscillating like 70 degrees as she walked, <laughs> and I was like, no, wait, no, and then I just see it kind of get launched. And, and Moose is just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please launch that off of the makeshift diving board into my mouth. But uh yeah, I was obliterated until we felt a uh, a pressure wave. Of well, sorts. it was just it was just really weird. We're in this like just when I say we're in the woods, we're deep in the wilderness, but there's still like people around. This is like kind of ruby ridge-ish. Like there's just random spare it's gunshots happening, but I do remember it like 10 p.m. There was a there was a gunshot and I was like, this is a bit late for guns. And then speak for yourself. 30 30 minutes later, we just feel this pressure like it felt like a bomb went off. And uh, I even remember saying because this is when shit was kicking off with Russia and this is not that good, <laughs> but it's on the record. So I have to might as well admit to it. Uh, I was like, oh. Looks like Russia finally got us. Just a <laughs> dumb, fucking, stupid, I'm hammered well, they, joke for They nobody. can't take Kiev, but by <laughs> God, they're on Mountain Loop Road up <laughs> by Everett, Washington. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, oh, that was weird, explosion, whatever. And we just kind of go back to drinking. Two minutes later, we look over. There's a 30-foot-high flame. And people are, like, screaming, and it's a car on fire. There's trees. We're like a super wooded area. It's super dry. It's also a, a it's also a road that doesn't go all the way through. 
True. So on Mountain Loop Road, the only way out is the way that you came in. About 45 minutes back to even cell service. And so if the burning shit is between you and wherever you came from. Yeah, you're kind of fucked. Good luck. Uh, so immediately I start thinking forest fire, and I can't fucking drive. Thank God Katie was pregnant and not drinking, so we had a DD. <laughs> so I was like, Katie, get in the Bronco. It was so fucking sick. We get in there. I'm in the passenger seat, and we fly out onto the road, and Steppenwolf comes on, you know, bam, 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 bam. We start flying down the road. We get to the fire, and we're like, is everybody okay? And they're like, we don't know. There might be somebody in there. These people are, like, blocked in. The, f- the, f- the fence, the only entry and exit into this place, this car is parked in front of, totally up in flames. So Katie and I have to drive. We call the fire department, and they come, yeah. and they put the car out. Nothing and, nothing End of story, right? That right. should be an uh, open and shut case. Pretty bad podcast segment, if you ask me. Right. Except. Oh, but it's not over. <laughs> the next morning, I'm notorious for sleeping in much more than Katie, and she's notorious for being a bitch about it no she's she she uh she always gives me shit about it it's like you know i get it and uh so she after we had made numerous jokes like watch there's gonna be a body in the trunk or something she comes up the next morning she's like yeah there's a body in the back seat i was like okay i'll be up in 10 minutes all right this is yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not breakfast in the mood for, burritos are close. Right? Yeah, I'm not you. in the mood for jokes right now. She's like, no, seriously, there's a body in the back seat. And I'm like, no fucking way. But, you know, maybe I should trust the nurse that I know to be able to identify a dead body or the scent of burning <laughs> flesh. So I'm like, no, I got to see it for myself as if I would know any fucking better. And, uh, yeah, dead, burned body in the back of a car and uh nice work fire department right right and the worst the worst part was katie went there twice didn't see it the first time she went back another time because she was like walking moose well i basically believe just to circle back really quick that she was alerted by the person at the campsite that was blocked in running down our driveway with tears in his eyes screaming there's a body over there which commitment to the bit (laughs) if there's not one yeah (laughs) turns Uh, out yeah so then the second time katie goes back there's what i can only describe as a local eccentric there and he's like picking metal off the car so he can recycle it yeah we found out later so he could pay his rent even though he's being evicted anyway anyway we're too far down that path already (laughs) and uh so he's like, oh, I didn't even see that. And I was like, yeah, well, okay, that's not going to hold up in court. Well, yeah, your fingerprints are all over this car. Now. Yeah, I mean, I was looking for scrap metal. All I saw was that trachea that looked like lasagna. Right. That is like, that was, the, past it. that was the identifiable thing for me is that definitely is what happens to your trachea when you get burned to death. Looks like lasagna. So hopefully you're eating lasagna right now. Should we go back to the poop bit? <laughs> Should we go back to the poop bit? Uh, yeah. So anyway, we have to talk to the cops. And I tell him the whole story, including my embarrassing fucking Russian joke. That's on the record somewhere. That's like somebody had to transcribe that. No, it's on the record if, in theory, the police department out there didn't burn all records of those conversations. (laughs) They have tried to erase this person from existing. I have Googled car corpse, mountain view, mountain loop road, some combination of shitty keywords like a thousand times. Well, they also told us like, oh yeah, we'll make a press release. Yeah, you'll see something about it tomorrow. Fucking liars. Never. Yeah. What kind of Beetlejuice ass town is this? Right. It just 
never live in Granite Falls, Washington, because if you get thrown in the back of a car and burned to death, nobody cares. You should have paid your meth fucking debt. We're going to have to cut that whole thing. Probably. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Just what? back to the Tinderella questions. What breakfast food <laughs> do you think is the most bullshit? <laughs> This is not going to be a popular answer, but I'm just going to say waffles. Overrated as fuck, man. They're overrated. They're just kind of, like, hard. I don't know. There's nothing really there for me. It's, uh... Pancakes figured it out. Pancakes are it. And I argue with so many people about this, but my thing is always, like, waffles just taste like what you put on them, and even that, it's just, like, you got to make sure you get a perfect bite. Like, you got to stab... <laughs> the piece of banana and then stab your piece of waffle you can cook the banana into the pancake and it's fucking excellent you can't yeah. do that with a waffle it just gets burned to shit yeah see for me it, it's when i deal with uh, the anxious part of my brain that's like trying to geometrically cut my waffle properly <laughs> and then the other part of my brain that drank 21 shots of gin the night before <laughs> and trying to decide what part of that anxiety is going to give me a heart attack first but for me, the most bullshit breakfast food, hands down, omelet. It's bullshit. <laughs> because you could take all the shit in an omelet, put it on the side, fry up two eggs, have a perfectly good time. An omelet's like a cooking trick. And by trick, I mean it's a good way to get me into having six eggs on my plate. <laughs> I've never eaten six eggs in one sitting in my life. Why the fuck would I do it now at a Denny's? <laughs> Today's not the day. For uh, especially, like... You go to a Beth's Cafe or something, and I love it. I have eaten many meals there at four in the morning, three sheets to the wind. But 12-egg omelet on a bed of hash oh browns? God. I mean, that's just cartoonish. Well, and your body can only process, like, what? 30, Two embryos, three at a time. grams of protein at a time before you start shitting yourself. 12-egg... Yeah. Oh, it came up again. 12-egg <laughs> omelet. Welcome to the show. shitting your pants. Yeah. So, so for me, that's that's number one. Not because anything is wrong with what's going on there. It's just a bullshit invention. Just like a waffle is like a bullshit version of a pancake. This is a bullshit <laughs> version of... squares to hold the syrup. It's perfect. <laughs> because I can't eat stuff with a fork and knife and like gravy on it. I need syrup traps. <laughs> I need things to hold my liquids in. All right, Chris. I wanted to ask you about foreign accent syndrome. Do you have it? Absolutely have that. I don't know what it is, but... It should be explained to the viewers. So foreign accent is. syndrome is like when you go someplace and you end up talking like the people there. So, mm -hmm. for example. Like when Madonna married Guy Ritchie. She had a <laughs> British accent for like two years. <laughs> when uh, that happens to me if I watch British TV for too long. If I watch only British TV for like a couple weeks, I just start using yeah. British slang and shit. Like I've never said knackered in my life outside of when yeah. I was. All of a sudden the elevator's the lift. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Uh, but like whenever I go to Wisconsin, I can go any place. If I'm there for a couple weeks, I'm going to come back with the accent. East coast, I'll come back with the accent. If I go to Wisconsin for three days, all of a sudden I'll be, uh, watching a Brewers <laughs> game. I'll be like, Oh, come on. No way. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Whoopsie days. I also <laughs> like, like Holy the cow. idea of saying no way like that when a guy grounded into a double play. Like, yes way. Very <laughs> much yes way. This is not that unconventional. It's just fucking annoying. Uh, I, I used to work at a grocery store in Queen Anne. There was a guy from Scotland that lived down the street and was a customer. 
and he'd go back home for like eight weeks at a time and before the trips i could understand him after the trips came back with like an incredibly embedded into it yeah so circling back to your point i think that that's like you've got the scani in you you've got the homeland in you (laughs) and so it takes like 48 hours for you to just fully (laughs) dive back in all right what is the worst thing you've ever done with a water balloon um i was thinking about this there's a lot of people who have like peed in water balloons throwing them at people whatever i even think that's a myth what is your kidney strength what's your bladder strength like like (laughs) There's that point of resistance, that angle of repose. Or you're just getting somebody with a tiny little ding-dong, wrapping it around the whole thing and letting them... I'm just saying, if you've got like three ounces of piss in a water, you're going to have to pelt somebody to get that thing to pop. <laughs> you're going to have to fucking... You're going to have to Randy point. Johnson that's that thing point. in there. Or you just got to pass it around the circle let everybody take a little <laughs> bit of a whiz in there. <laughs> Even if the last guy's Although like... Although you're really playing with fire. As soon as it gets a little too full, it's blowing on somebody's <laughs> shoes, and that's a real disaster. Well, and you've got to... There's a point where the urine force has to outweigh the force of the liquid coming back. Look, you'll learn this in Physics 201. <laughs> We're in the U District. You can absolutely ask your professor. I wish we talked about this in those classes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Worst Thermodynamics. Thing with a water balloon. I had this foreign exchange student from Denmark... <clears throat> my senior year in high school i was so annoyed by it too because i remember summer's winding down i'm going into my senior year and my mom's like we're gonna have a foreign exchange and i'm like oh great give me a f- some fucking nerd from another country who's just coming here to be a nerd i don't know i had a weird thing about foreign exchange students i was like it's gonna be a nerd i don't want to have some fucking book learner in my house it's my senior year i'm trying to party and uh he shows up and he's fucking awesome and immediately we're into trouble We used to drive around the neighborhood at, like, midnight, and this is when all, like, the Seattle PI, we probably put the Seattle PI out of business, because (laughs) they would deliver their papers the night before, and not long after they delivered them, we'd go and pick them up. Like, we would get our cardio zigzagging across the driveways, picking up the newspapers and stealing them all, and then we left them all on one person's porch. (laughs) At the end of this all. Gotcha. Once my, once Come my back trunk, from this one, dude. Once my trunk was full, we also put uh, traffic cones and whatever else we could find that people <laughs> had left out. Like, somebody <laughs> went to let the dog out in the morning and was like, what in the fuck? You can't even recycle that much. It was too much. They probably had to go to the dump. See, I, I never trusted the concept of foreign exchange students because we couldn't host one. They would never let it, like... <laughs> How many cigarette burns are in your couch? Well, also, who do we exchange? Yeah, what are well, we losing? Here? Yeah, exactly. Are you getting the fish? Because you don't get the fish. Player to be named later. But yeah. <laughs> so we realized he was into mischief pretty quick. It's one thing he really wanted to do. I don't. I still don't know why. He had a fascination with getting bottles of ketchup and mustard and driving past cars on the road and squirting them on them. He really wanted to do this. I, I mean, I'm telling you, I had to talk him down from this. Yeah. And we settled on water balloons. I was like, we'll go drive, and we'll just kind of fucking huck balloons at other cars. A little less likely to get shot, yeah. Right. Pre- pretty dangerous, though, just dropping something on somebody's windshield. Anyway, I'm driving up uh, 124th in Kirkland, and I'm driving, too, which makes this even more impressive to me, but it doesn't make me feel any less bad about it. It's like 1030 at night. This guy's walking uphill. 
He's at least two and a half miles away from the nearest grocery store. He's got like six bags. He's trudging uphill with his bags. And I launch this balloon. <laughs> Fucking drill him. That is so cruel. <laughs> it was. So it was. Juvenile. It's still so funny, but it's still. Like, I feel so bad that I had. To, what are the odds I actually nailed him? Of all my throws, it just. It was. There was no chance I could have fucking hit him. Yeah, I. I completely understand. So I've never. I, I like I said, I'm a boring person, and I think I spent my whole life not trying to become my parents, and so that involved, <laughs> like. I don't know if hitting this cop car with his water balloon is going to do it, but I don't end up on the mic path. But uh, when I was 16, I was at, God, makes me sound really cool. I was at a journalism camp in Ellensburg, scenic Ellensburg, Washington, at Central Washington because University. Because that's where all the journalism happens. Yeah. And uh, we went there and uh, didn't do a lot of journalism. Um, Did a lot of drugs. No, this journalism camp? Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, we're doing fucking foilies. Uh, but, like, second day, we walked to the Fred Meyer. Because they tell all of us, you can't go off campus. It's like, we've already been going off campus for two years at our high school in Ballard. I'm absolutely leaving this place. <laughs> I'm leaving your campus. I'm going to the Fred Meyer. And we bought a bunch of water balloons, among other things. And my buddy Rafi, shout out to Rafi, the guy who came up with potentially historic bricks. <laughs> nice. Uh, the first water balloon he throws, and he's one of those guys that's, you know, annoyingly athletic and good at everything, like probably just great at darts. I've played darts with him like twice. I'm sure he's dope. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he sees this car coming, launches it, and he doesn't even think he's going to hit it. And it just completely, perfectly drills the windshield. <laughs> so then we've got to, like, hide out for a half hour. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Uh, I got skins. So we were talking about how we just had bits in, I don't know. I, I had a bunch of bits coming up. I was always doing a bit. When I was in junior high, I thought it was really funny in PE. Anytime the teacher would announce what we were doing that day, it would be like, pickleball and i'd be like i got skins and i'd take my shirt off <laughs> uh always always crushed but the problem was i was just a big fucking sweaty guy so they always had to like wash the floor after because i was just dripping on the floor oh yeah because there's no shirt to catch it i guess this guy's getting easy points in the key nobody wants to touch right him. right but it reminded me of uh my first dance i ever went to in in junior high seventh grade i didn't go with a girl i went with just a bunch of my buddies and i was a hyperactive kid sweat be damned i was always running around and uh at one point i was not really paying attention to the fact that i was sweating but i was wearing like kind of a nicer shirt it was kind of thin somebody comes up to me and they're like oh my god what happened and i was like what happened and they're like you're back i was like what they're like, did you get axed? And I guess this was a thing where people would like come up to you with a bottle of axe and just spray the fuck out of you or something. Uh, it was sweat. I'll tell you that now. I'll tell you that it, I would just sweat the, all the way through my fucking listen, shirt. Listen, kid, how do you not smell the difference? Right. Seventh graders are dumbasses. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> and so then thinking this is settled, 
they go tell the vice principal who was like watching over the whole dance right and he comes over and he's the sweetest guy he i used to wear a jersey to school every single day kind of like how i do on the podcast every single day different jersey and i remember one day i rolled up in a earl campbell houston oilers jersey and he was just like yeah so <laughs> no way better that, than joey Corey yesterday <laughs> yeah joey galloway come on <laughs> and uh whenever i'd get off the bus in the morning He'd always be like, when are we going to see that Campbell jersey? Like, he always said something to me. Anyway, so he comes up to me, and he's like, they told me that somebody, like, sprayed you with Axe or something? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, let's go in the locker room. And he, like, was helping me dry off my shirt. But he had to fucking know, because I'm sure he was putting it together as an adult. Like, this doesn't smell like Axe. Yeah. That would fucking fat kid sweaty. Yeah. That's all this is. This is all a whole, yeah. So anyway, that was that was that whole story. I do like the I got skins bit because if I recall times where somebody would be like, all right, who wants to read page like 24 of Huck Finn? <laughs> I got skins. I got skins, baby. <laughs> uh, I ripped my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Breakaway pants. Tom Sawyer's going to whitewash this fence. <laughs> Chris, does anybody ever tell you you're not fat dude all the time all the time it drives me nuts because i am and it's okay i don't care i'm fine and to, to clarify it's not apropos well i mean nothing. i'm pre-diabetic and i'm probably gonna die 20 years early but otherwise it's fine yeah. i'm not that weird i, I guess what i'm that saying is well inside the bell curve of a normal america every time it happens to me it's always something like i walked up a flight of stairs two flights of stairs i'm out of breath and i'm like god damn it i'm fat there's where somebody's like, oh, you're not. No, you're not. You're not fat. Fuck you. Don't lie to me. You think I'm stupid? You think I'm stupid and fat, you son of a bitch? You're going to fucking lie to me right now like I've yeah. never seen a mirror. Well, and also I've got enough empirical evidence, you know. <laughs> how many chairs have you broken in your life? Right, dude. I seriously. How many chairs have you broken in your life? I mean, I'm not keeping numbers here because I'm not trying to make myself But you've sad. broken a chair. Keeping track of how many chairs you break is like counting the days with your fingernails on the wall of the well that you've been thrown into, okay? This is something to only remind you of how bleak your life has become. Oh, God. I've only broken, completely broken, <laughs> one chair. What do you mean completely broken? Like all four legs blow out like an elephant? Exactly got... what happened. Exactly like... what happened. It was one of those like uh, those chairs. We were at the beach. Uh, singing a condo by the beach and it was like out on the patio and it was like one of those ones that's meant to look like one of those fancy like wood chairs like reclining kind of oh like an beach. adirondack type chair or that's something. a word i've never heard but sure something like that people are probably picturing what i'm talking about you see it in the fucking sandals ads or whatever but one of those chairs but it's plastic now i was like all right well i want to sit out here and stare at the beach and have breakfast so i sit in the chair very quickly realizing getting out is going to be an ordeal. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I go to get out, and really the only way that I can get myself out, because it kind of like, you're kind of at an angle. Like, you got to pick your ass up super far. I can't just, like, lean forward and get out of this chair. Right. I had to brace myself on the arms, and I pushed down on the arms. All the legs went out. Fucking thing snapped. <laughs> fell onto my ass. And this was at an Airbnb, so I also had to explain it. <laughs> yeah. And get charged for a chair that I've since been back to that Airbnb. They didn't even buy again. So they're just like, all right, uh, tab for fatty, 60 bucks. Well, win some, you lose some. 
you know that chair was talking to the other chairs and was like guys tell me you didn't go out this way you know <laughs> yeah. a lot of athletes get forced into retirement right we're playing musical chairs and you know every chair is like not him not him not oh fuck yeah this is it this is how i die this is how i get the thighs but yeah there's certain chairs they won't sit so now i see a plastic chair i'm like i'll stand <laughs> like yeah. i'm not my whole thing is anytime i see a wooden chair that looks like it was part of some small child's tea set or something where <laughs> yeah. it's like impossibly rickety and always the legs are at like a 30 degree right or i should say more like a 60 they're not straight they're halfway to breaking yeah they are just they're all poking towards the fat ass that is eventually going to drive (laughs) through the whole fucking oh that wicker i won't sit in wicker it sounds like it's breaking yeah yeah hard no on the wicker (laughs) no wicker no plastic (laughs) depends on the wood why it should just all be benches yeah, just benches. I need, <laughs> I need something sturdy. Don't give me arms to break off. Keep it simple. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jesus, I have to piss. Okay. Go piss. Do you still have the pee key? Do you oh, have yeah. the pee key? Pee key, baby. How much time do we have, by the way, Nolan? Uh, we got 20 minutes. Oh, all right. Okay. What's even yeah? What's even more wild is that's like five minutes, or we're gonna have to cut. So I, I, I didn't hear the beginning of. So there was you saw the fire the night before, and you heard an explosion. We heard an explosion. We all looked, and then like a couple minutes later, we saw the fire. It was like thirty feet. And you basically watched a man burning. Yeah, I think it was a woman. It was a pretty small body, and that was the only reason I told the story about seeing that girl running around in the woods like afraid is because i think it's related um and then hearing a gunshot kind of late at night and then a half hour later somebody just disposes of a car and a body oh oh, oh we think it's a murder and yeah disposal of the body oh the the body in the back was like kind of like this like its head was kind of crooked because it was pushed up against the door this person was either still alive and pushing and trying to get out or was just thrown in Not in person. Me neither. Well, that's not true. I saw a dead body one time, but that wasn't even up close. Drove. Okay, I've seen a couple dead bodies. Yeah, but not like that. That was fucked. That's gnarly, man. It was gnarly. I could still smell it. That smell, man, of of burnt flesh. I was gonna ask if it was that smell. Yeah, big time. We had a couple friends in high school that stumbled upon a dead body just like in ballard you know smoking weed or whatever don't even know if it was like somebody killed the guy but they were like oh shit we gotta go like the cops are gonna care that you're smoking weed when you're next to a corpse (laughs) dude i would be the grossest dead body i've thought about this so many times i feel so bad for whoever finds me it's gonna be the it's gonna fuck up somebody's day yeah they're just gonna be like god damn it he's fat and hairy jesus christ yeah I'm I'm I have to give myself a courtesy flush, so I can't imagine what the <laughs> final bowel movement's gonna be like. But uh, uh, are we recording? Yeah. Oh shit! All right, <laughs> we got all that. All right, Chris, what happened to all the 1930s last names, dude? I can't figure that out. We've kind of like gotten rid of all the Charleses and all those kind of funny first names, just kind of naturally. Well, the, you can just the... stop naming your kids that, but. At some point, you keep passing down names, right? Like, where are 
all the McGillicuddies? Where are the Arbuckles and the Fitzgeralds? <laughs> what happened to these people? If you believe in reincarnation, it turns out if you die to McGillicuddy, you just come back as <laughs> like a hyphenated name, something 21st century. <laughs> and Ma- in Ohio. Maurice Jones Drew. All right, I guess that's your name. <laughs> uh, on that... <laughs> On that topic, uh, I do think that there's probably a direct correlation between the downfall of those names and the downfall of the British Empire. Like, you can connect the dot between McGillicuddy no longer being a name and Hong Kong being returned to China. (laughs) There's absolutely, I know that line is there. Now I'm just trying to think of other bits that involve me talking about the fall of the British <laughs> Empire. Like, all right, man, one day you've got the last name up the grove and you've got the Suez Canal and then the next day kaput. Up the grove, like really lazy with that one. Oh, yeah. What should we call him? I don't know. He lives up the grove. Just fucking kill with that. <laughs> Who cares? All the other ones were like jobs, although I don't know where the fuck McGillicuddy came yeah. from. What is a McGillicuddy? Like some sort of antiquated term for an arrow maker. Oh, yeah, McGillicuddy. Yeah, I know those guys. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so stupid. Chris, tell me about how sharing a bed with uh, Kendall's going. Oh, God. We're still bed sharing right now, which means that Kendall's sleeping in our bed. And, uh, and when's that supposed to? What's the timeline on that? My whole thing is people are like, well... You should start sleep training, get your baby in a crib, and if they start crying, just ignore it, and they'll figure it out. No, they won't. They literally are not. They have not evolved enough to figure it out. Yeah, I was actually thinking that one of the things babies are worst at is figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it drives drives me nuts. I basically told Katie, like, I don't care how long she's in her bed. Like, she just needs to be happy and developing, and I don't really care. So anyway, she sleeps in her bed, but the problem is... She's not that big, but she sleeps with her arms straight out like fucking Christ the Redeemer. <laughs> so I've oh, got rocking the starfish pose <laughs> yeah, on the diagonal. I've I got see. no space in bed whatsoever. <laughs> She's just taking up a twin bed in the middle of our our king. It's fucking. It's insane. Um, but it's also kind of cute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I can't totally relate, but. Ashley insists on having Rusty sleep on the bed. <laughs> and that guy is all sticks. He is all right. angles. Right. It, everything on him is an elbow or a fucking just femur bone. <laughs> there's no there's no cuddly anything. Oh. The other funny thing about sleeping next to a baby is there's really just I mean, Katie's already got some toots happening. But baby farts, we've talked about this before. Yeah, out of control. They don't have that much capacity. <laughs> I mean, bro, you coming right you'd out. You think she would explode with some of the things that are coming out? Right? <laughs> Do not understand the air pressure that coming a, out of this. That is kid. a grown man. The fart. PSI is just nuts. Yeah, I heard that fart at a Henry Weinhards in the Midwest. <laughs> not from my daughter, who's six months old. The other funny thing is, like, so she just wakes up to to breastfeed in the middle of the night, and sh- I've never seen somebody. Maybe other than you. I've never seen somebody barf so casually. She'll just be <laughs> sitting there looking me dead in the eye and be like, and just falls out of her head like, whoa, bro. No warning. You didn't even go, er- you didn't even erp once. You didn't even give me a chance. Honestly, the most I've ever identified with a baby. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. You got to boot and rally, man. How much are you going to get? 
look, that tit milk. I think it's boob and rally for her. <laughs> <laughs> that milk and that vomit, it's got the same passageway, <laughs> all right? So you got to make some calls and you got to clear some space. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'll take that compliment. I like being compared to a baby in this regard because <laughs> I am, I'm, I don't like taking shots, but I will always take them how I feel be damned. <laughs> and then I will probably puke outside somewhere, especially if it's, if it's whiskey. I just do not have it in me to do a oh, shot of I like. I can do whiskey. You're very I, peer pressurable though, especially when you're drinking. I've made oh, you yeah. take so many shots of tequila you didn't want to take. Yeah, for sure. But tequila is an easier one, you know. And Jameson, I can get down, but somebody's like got a shot of bourbon. Like, oh my god, I'm already. I, I don't care how this even looks or sounds. <laughs> I'll drink, but that is just not one that's going to sit with me. But uh, yeah, I think at your bachelor party, I managed to uh, puke and rally in a good sub ten seconds. Like I've never seen you puked and rallied between the cab getting there. And all the rest of us being in the cab, like you just, you just went. You're like, yeah, hold on, and then you were back. Call that a window of opportunity. No problem. It was incredible. (laughs) On on the topic of Ubers, have you ever fallen asleep in one? This sounds like you have a story, Cole. Oh, I've fallen asleep in a dozen Ubers. (laughs) I've never fallen asleep in an Uber, but I also just have trouble sleeping, and I always end up talking like. I just get fascinated by, like, the only people, <laughs> we're going to have to cut this probably too, the only people who are driving Uber at fucking three in the morning are somebody who, like, just moved here from Africa and needs money because they can't get another job. So I'm always fascinated to hear what their life is In like. fairness, the speed freaks can also, you know, need money. But yeah, I'm sure. over here talking to Kabir big time. I'm definitely trying to figure out what his life is like. <laughs> uh, so, no, I couldn't fall asleep. It's fascinating. When I'm in an Uber, I, too, wonder what led us both to this moment. <laughs> how did we get here <laughs> i was thinking that too oh i know how i got here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> till we meet again huh? <laughs> to kill get you here too or uh actually my religion prohibits me from drinking yeah you get it this <laughs> guy, ah, this, guy. this guy that's a good bit dude <laughs> that's a good way to get out of shots <laughs> Chris, do you believe in aliens? I I do believe in aliens, but anytime I hear somebody say that they believe in aliens, I automatically think they're insane. Yeah. Like I cannot sure. I'm I can admit it, but if somebody else admits it, I'm like, you're fucking nuts. Yeah. Clearly like, lost your marbles. You need somebody else at the table to like admit they're a virgin or that they believe JFK wasn't killed by a lone gunman for you to be like, <laughs> Oh fuck, I found one. Thank God. <laughs> I was a man in a desert with no water, and you brought it to me. <laughs> yeah, I have, there has to be. I mean, <laughs> what we think are aliens, who knows? But there's got to be something else, right? Certainly. But anybody that believes in that and tells you that in public. Tell me slugs aren't aliens. <laughs> They're definitely aliens. If I'm thinking of things that are alien, slugs, snails, eels. This is actually a fascinating concept because everybody assumes, like, all right, any alien that comes to our planet has got all this other technological they're shit They're going to be green. Out. They're going to have weird eyes. Yep. They're going to bomb us to bejesus and back. Now, I, I think that- uh, Now it turns out they're just dogs. <laughs> I like the idea of aliens that have figured out, like, intergalactic travel, but are also, like, haven't got any of the other- don't have electricity. <laughs> the, slug, the slugs landed their spaceship, and they're like, shit, man. We still look have for a water. solution for them pouring salt on us? <laughs> Fuck. 
all right, guys, we're gonna. This is gonna be a long con. I'll say that right now. <laughs> this one's gonna take some time. Some of us are gonna die. <laughs> uh, since we were talking earlier about my lovely cousin buying some koozies uh, from us, and I don't know, I don't know what you charged her for shipping and handling, but you and I both buy records. You know, we experience sometimes the uh, crazy shipping costs. Just lie to me about it. Lie to me about it is what I've come down to. Don't tell me how much shipping costs. It's bananas. If All right. If I'm going to spend $100 on a record, right, if you tell me it's 80 bucks with $20 shipping, fuck you to the moon. 90 bucks, $10 shipping? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say $100 free shipping. Free shipping? It's you like get something it for away. free. Yeah. It's like you're giving it away. <laughs> exactly. Lie to me. Just lie to me. Don't tell me $20 for shipping. You're basically saying, I'm going to fuck you this hard. It makes me so mad anytime somebody, like, I was looking at something on eBay. I don't know. You're, I don't even remember what it was. And it wasn't that big. It wasn't going to cost a bunch of money to ship. But it was an expensive thing that would normally cost, let's say, 600 bucks. It was listed for $300. So I'm like, holy shit. Shipping, $300. I've never wanted to burn somebody's houses to the ground faster. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. Lie to me. Lie to my face. That's almost like a gotcha because I don't believe that anything costs $300 to ship. I sent my brother a box in Hawaii. It didn't cost that much to <laughs> ship. Like, where is this going, Antarctica? Or are you going to the fucking McMurdo station? <laughs> right. There's no way. You better be shipping a house. That could cost 300 bucks. <laughs> All right, Chris. I think this is our final uh, final thing on our agenda today. Gucci or greasy Cinnabon-related products? I gotta say greasy, man. I mean, I think Cinnabon itself is kind of greasy. It's so... It's not even a... They had to come up with a different name because even just, like, regular cinnamon bun people were like, that's a bit much no you're gonna literally have to create a new word yeah it's a bit carve out your niche from a dictionary and now they're like i don't know you need coffee creamer that makes you think of getting diabetes on your way home from the airport okay i think we can cut it with the the cinnabon related my items my introduction to cinnabon was through like wrestling as a kid and wrestling when you're a kid is it's a bit of a zoo like first of all you're asking like eight-year-olds to make weight it's like (laughs) Bro, you're supposed to be 65 pounds. You're 67. What were you doing? It's like, uh. There's Snickers at home. Yeah. Uh, I'm being eight. <laughs> I'm four foot four. I'm working on it. Uh, Sorry, I had a growth spurt, you son but, of a bitch. <laughs> but we do things like my brother and I would get there in the morning, make weight, because you weigh in like 7 a.m. on oh, a yeah, Saturday. crazy. Exactly. Yeah. So my introduction to Cinnabon was like the post weigh in pre wrestling. <laughs> Some some neighborhood dad is like, you guys ever heard of Cinnabon? Like, oh my god, that's so funny. I was always on the upper side of my age class in terms of weight for football. And so I was always like really close to not making weight. So they had to give me like fake shoulder pads where they only left the top layer of the pads to weigh me in because you had to weigh in uniform. Oh. And so they would give me this real flimsy fucking NFL punter uniform. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, were you wearing like the Michael Bennett pads? Yeah, like <laughs> right. And it was one of those things where it was like, if you were within a pound, they would kind of look the other way. And there were so many times where it was like two pounds over and it, like while I'm wearing this shit. And they're like, 
all right, we'll let you go. And meanwhile, I haven't eaten since like lunch the day before. And I'm like, I need a Snickers now. Yeah, I made weight for uh, state when I was 13 by not eating for two days. So it's not oh, the most God. healthy oh, you know, concept. Yeah, and then you need your strength I won, to wrestle. Uh, I won state. Oh, so. God, your penis is so big. That's so big. So alarmingly average well, it's probably smooth and it's a grower no <laughs> no it's, it's not even smooth it's bumpy it's you, got, <laughs> you got a average... how good are you at reading braille <laughs> so herpes <That's... laughs> you have herpes on your bumpies your bumpy average wiener this was an interesting your cock says grapefruit juice look man i don't decide how the braille spells out okay your cock says please don't touch <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, wrestling when when you'd weigh in too, like there was one time I distinctly remember where my brother was point two over. He was trying to make sixty five pounds, and he got an hour after you weigh in. So he like runs around five pounds. So he runs around the gym, takes a shit. He ends up uh, he weighs in and only his boxers and socks. He's still point one over. <laughs> he throws his socks off and just cleared it. Oh my god! Distinctly remember that 65 one. Sixty-five pounds. He's a little man. That well, was you like met him first grade for me. Well, in fair, this was like he was third or fourth grade at this point. Oh god, that is crazy. Yeah, that's not even a weight people can be. Even now, Kendall's like seventeen pounds. Like, pfft. just see wait you next week, pounds. dude. Yeah, yeah wait till I make stuffing one night. <laughs> It'll all be over, kid. <laughs> one baked macaroni and cheese. <laughs> well we're gonna wrap it up thanks for checking out another episode of the second lunch podcast we got hot and all in over here on the ones and twos uh yeah i've been chris moran your other host colfie over here uh please like and subscribe we're on facebook instagram tiktok twitter kind of and uh the youtube machine uh wherever you're listening to us on that too i don't know just keep checking us out we appreciate you listening uh we have koozies as well some merch available if you're yeah. uh, looking for another way to support us uh, but the best way is to just keep on listening and uh thank you guys again love you a lot blammo <laughs>